You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear, then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here is your host, James Marshall. God's plan. God's plan. I hold back sometimes I won't. I feel good sometimes I don't. God's plan. God's plan. Welcome, Wealth Builders, to podcast number 61. There is a place for every dollar, and every dollar has its place. Invest wisely. The million dollar question is where should I put my money right now? So if you win that uh, mega million Powerball for a billion dollars, the question is, what do you do with that billion dollars? Savings and money market accounts are paying very low interest. Bonds are not keeping pace with inflation. And stocks are extremely volatile right now. If I listen to business news channels on Monday, they might say the climate is good for investors. And on Tuesday, they are saying run for the hills. There seems to be no conviction regarding investments at this time. The key thing to remember is that you are not investing for right now. You are investing for five plus years from now. When it comes to managing your money, it is critical that you establish your parameters of money placement. In plain English, where are you investing your cash? your taxable brokerage account, your 401k, or your IRA? Is your cash in a checking account earning you nothing? Or is it in savings, money markets, or CDs giving you a little bit of yield on your dollars? Is your brokerage account being used to hold one stock or one mutual fund? Or are you diversified into five stocks? three or more mutual funds, and maybe two exchange-traded funds? And are you just using the age-based fund in your qualified retirement account? Or are you actively managing and reviewing all of the investment options available to you? I realize that this can be a daunting task, but you don't have to go it alone. That's where professional financial advisors come in. But you have to address this issue of where should I put my money? Establish your parameters of money placement. A tried and true process for doing this is the bucket system. I'm sure you've heard it before. Bucket number one. Now, This is how much money you need for emergencies or cash reserves. You've heard me talk about cash reserves a lot over previous podcasts, and they're very important. 
and I'll keep talking about them. These funds are not invested for high returns. These funds are held in cash management accounts for accessibility. The good news about cash reserves, they're accessible. The bad news about cash reserves, they're accessible. If you can get at it, you probably will, and you might spend it for something other than what it was used for. Anyway, these are accounts like checking account, savings account, money market accounts, even short-term CDs. When I say short-term, I mean 12 months or less. Now, this should be about 12 months of living expenses. Emergency and cash reserves accounts are usually fully taxable and have no withdrawal restrictions. Really, they're there in case you should lose a job or have an emergency. You don't have to sell off your investments to deal with that emergency or to replace the income that has stopped. That's the purpose for cash reserves. These accounts are not invested. They are saved. That's bucket one. Bucket number two, what are your intermediate term goals? This is money that you're growing for a fixed time. It's usually three to five years from now with a defined accumulation goal, such as college savings. Maybe you want to start a business or maybe you want to invest in some real estate, investment real estate. You need to accumulate X amount of dollars in three to five years to make that happen. You can be a little bit more aggressive or a little bit more growth oriented with these funds, but you should not take on very much risk because the time is short and the cash out date is clearly defined. So if that day comes and that investment is down during that time, you would not have the money to address your goal. A good place to consider investing this money is like I bonds, short-term corporate bonds, diversified exchange-traded funds, or maybe blue-chip value growth-oriented index funds. These are funds that don't fluctuate too much, but you still get some growth. And then there's bucket number three, my favorite bucket of all times. These are your long-term goals. And the most common investment goal, the granddaddy of them all, is retirement. This is where you want to take a more pronounced risk towards growth. You want to take on more risk for the opportunity for more gains. However, just remember that risk you take must be risk you're comfortable with. When investing for a long-term goal like retirement, it is important that you know what rate of return you need to accomplish your goal based on the amount of money you can invest and the amount of time that you can let your investment work for you. So you need to know what is the time frame? Is it more than five years? What kind of return do I need to accomplish that goal if I can only invest $100,000 and I need a million in 10 years? I need a certain return to allow that to happen. Once these fundamental questions have been addressed, it's a matter of which investments historically have realized the rate of return you need over the period of time you're working with. In other words, if you find a group of investments that have historically over the last 10 years averaged about 8% return and you need to average an 8% return to reach your goal over the next 10 years, 
that's a good match. If you find an investment that over the last 10 years has averaged 3% return and you're needing 8% over the next 10 years, then it's probably not a good match for you. But just keep in mind, past returns do not equal future returns guaranteed. In other words, if you earn 10 in the past, you're not guaranteed to earn 10 in the future. But it's a good guideline to work with. The bottom line is exactly what your parents and your grandparents have been telling you all these years. God's plan. God's plan. I hold back sometimes I won't. Yeah. I feel good sometimes I don't. Hey, wait. I go hard on Southside G. Yeah, wait. I make sure that Northside eat. Don't put all your eggs in one basket and make sure you're watching your eggs. Until next time, keep building wealth. Peace. God's plan. God's plan. You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall Wealth, Instagram, Marshall Wealth, LinkedIn, James Marshall, and on YouTube, James Marshall Financial Educator. Email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, we build wealth one family at a time. I know you can, I teach you how to say, don't waste your money, but bank your money, don't spend your end. I teach you how to say, your bank account will be filling out with them dividends. I teach you how to say, rule number one, if it ain't making money, it ain't making sense.